0: We're lucky enough to have Mark Slareth back on Wednesdays to talk football with us, of course, from NFL on Fox 104.3, the fan in Denver. Mark joins us right now. Mark, how are you today, sir?
1: I am doing great. Hey, let me ask you a quick question. Are you guys still doing a morning show? And have you reminded everybody that you're doing a morning show? Because I think that's, I think that's a really important factor on this day uh, today. Hold on. Hang
0: on one second. Remind me what, uh, what time your show is on in Denver there, Mark? I'm a big time morning show. I just <laughs> don't have to tell everybody
1: about with a, it. with
0: a big time
2: rating too, right, Mark? <laughs>
1: <laughs> touche, touche. Hey, listen, I just got told today that I have to be nicer to my listeners. Like, no. at what point did we get to as guys that uh, we can't bust each other's? Uh, we can't bust each other's onions. I get. I, uh, I isn't that? Isn't I, that the
2: whole point of being a man, I, Mark? To bust
1: each other. Right, it's it's like good old fashioned sports hate. That's what you're you're supposed to do. That stuff like that's, right. like, that's like a rite of passage for being a dude. Don't, I, yeah, I, don't I, they I don't, remember your epic
2: your epic beatdown of Jets fans? If you treated <laughs> if you treated <laughs> listeners nicely and and fans nicely, we wouldn't have had that epic takedown of the Jets fans.
1: Exactly. Right, I mean, me being asked not to be snarky is like uh, you know somebody dishing me up a big turd sandwich to eat. I just, anyhow, I acted I acted like I was I acted like I was concerned. You know, I was like, mm, yeah, I'll work on that. I'm gonna work on that.
0: Right. All right, uh, Kyler Murray wins NFC Offensive Player of the Week after another great game. He could have won it in Week 1 as well. Cardinals are, are 2-0, and it, and it looks like, at least early on, Mark, that Kyler's making that jump. I mean, what have you seen from him so far?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, I, I, think, I, I think you see so much from him from the standpoint of understanding. Um, and, like, when he is on time and when the offense is on time, they're really good. They're great on time. Now I don't think it's a recipe, you know, for long-term success to throw it 35 to 45 times a game. I think eventually th- that you know, eventually you're going to you're going to you know drop some. Like that that's never going to be that's never going to be a recipe in my mind in the NFL for long-term success. But they are on target. He's on time with the football. They're really they're, I mean they're really dialed in the connection he has um with uh, Hopkins is is I mean it's you know, DeAndre Hopkins, it's amazing. But it's the off-schedule stuff. It's the stuff when you do everything right as a defense and you've got him corralled, and that dude just, I mean, that guy goes straight schoolyard on you. You know, it's like, it. you know, we all had that kid when we were 12 years old, you know, the kid that had the mustache at 12 and he was bigger <laughs> and stronger than everybody else, and... He'd run all over you, and then by the time, you know, we got into high school, like, he couldn't even make the team anymore, and you wouldn't let him sit with you at the lunch table, right. because then he wasn't cool anymore. You know, that kid? <laughs> that, yeah. That yeah, you know, that's how we all grew up, and you can't do that stuff anymore. I think it's probably one of the issues, but I, you know, I digress. So, but we all had that. We all had that, that kid, and, you know, Kyler Murray is just that guy running around that you can't corral. I mean, he's just like, the, he's like the king of the playground right now, and it's, yeah. and it's, I gotta tell you, for if, if you're a Cardinal fan, it has gotta be so much fun every Sunday to sit down or go to the stadium and know that you're gonna be thoroughly entertained. It's like the scene from uh, Gladiator. Are you not entertained? Right. You know, I mean it's just amazing what he's been able to do.
2: Well the fact that he now now when he scrambles, Mark, he keeps his eyes downfield and he's in his gashing teams with throws out of and and teams don't know how to react to this so i want to ask you as a guy who's been on sidelines what does that do to the morale of a defense when a coach is screaming at his defensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator's getting, hey look we're getting pressure we're doing everything we can do here what does that kind of player making those kind of plays do to an opposing defense
1: Uh, it's. I mean, it's crushing when you do everything right and you still get beat, right? You do everything exactly the textbook because the bottom line is when he starts to extend plays, I don't care who you are, you can't cover. I mean, you could be Stretch Armstrong, for crying out loud. You can't cover for six seconds. The athletes are too good on the other side of the ball. They know where they're going. And when things break down and it becomes schoolyard, then you just get a flow with the quarterback, right? So there's no route combination or anything. You're just going. And and it is, it's like being on the playground when you're a kid, they're having fun, you can tell they're having fun. I think the thing that impresses me more than anything else about the way he's playing though, is your ability, when things do break down and you're scrambling all over the place, you know, that you still have, you're still cognizant of where all five eligibles are Mm -hmm. and kind of where they're going. And you mentioned it, you know, keeping your eyes downfield. But it's more than keeping your eyes downfield. It's really having a sense and awareness of where guys are supposed to be. And, And that's the thing that's amazing to me. You know, we all talk, and I think we all get fascinated by speed and athleticism, right? Because it's the easiest thing in the world to see. Like, you don't have to know... You you don't have to know the difference between cover one and cover three. You don't have to know the difference between cover three buzz and and, uh, cover one lurk. You don't have to know the difference between cover two and quarter, quarter, half. You don't have to know any of that stuff. You can see speed and you can see athleticism and you can say, wow, that guy's really good. But it comes down to your ability to process information. And the speed and athleticism from the neck up is where I'm impressed like Those are the guys, to me, that last for a long time and are great players. When you can process information at the snap of your fingers and do the right thing on a consistent basis, that's what blows me away. And being able to do that in a frenetic, when things are broken down and you got 300-pound guys that can flat-out run trying to decapitate you and you still have the ability to process everything you're seeing and throw an accurate ball uh I, it, it really is fun to watch. I mean, I, I sit back down and, and you know I go back through the uh, cut ups and, and watch these games because I know I'm going to talk to you guys, and I've done that last two weeks to to you know for you guys to watch, and it's uh which is over and above beyond the Call of Duty by the way. It which, uh, is. We uh, appreciate like it. a little bit. Yeah, I'd like a little bit more rice in the bottom of my bowl that you guys are giving me. All right, that's what I, all I'm saying is, you know, I just want maybe, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, you know, a little Christmas bonus or something. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what you guys could come up with? <laughs>
0: Mark Schlereth, our guest here on uh, Big Lear Marotta mornings. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was unhappy in the off season. He chose to conduct himself a certain way. He got a lot of attention for it. Uh, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers was really, really terrible in week one. Bounced back on Monday night, but what what do you make of all these comments that Aaron Rodgers is lobbing now towards the media and people who have an opinion on, on what he's doing on the football field?
1: Um, well, listen, like, the, the Green Bay Packers were not good in week one. No. Um, and Aaron Rodgers threw a couple picks, uh... You know, that, that, you know, one of them, he got hit in the yard and, uh, and it was behind a guy. The other one, you know, he was throwing it, he's chucking one deep and the DB made actually a really nice play on the ball, stayed deep, stayed, uh, you know, stayed in a position. So, like, like, I look at it a little bit differently. He had some drops. He had some really good throws. Um, you know, when you went back and, and I went back and watched the film, um, it wasn't nearly as, as dramatic as as the media made it out to be, and I'm sure that's why he's a little bit irritated. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what, I, I don't know why, I don't know why we're wired this way as humans. We just can't wait to write people. Uh, we can't wait to write people's obituaries, right? Have one bad game, and all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers sucks, and uh, and we can't write to write the obit. You know, we we take the pen and and, and, and we uh, you know we uh, put the little uh, nib to our tongue, right? Go, ah, Aaron Rodgers is dead. You know, and then we start to fill out the rest of the obit, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he comes back and he's lights out, and you know that's the way it goes. And I understand the uh, irritant, you know, that is. Uh, and as you get older, I think you you just get less tolerant to put up with baloney, yeah, you know, true. and and you're more apt to just call people what it, you know, just tell people what it is. Um, there's a filter that you hit a certain age. And there's a filter that I don't know if it just gets removed or you quit caring about it or it just gets like like it becomes Teflon and you're like ah whatever you know what are they gonna do fire me and then yeah and that's when you really get good at stuff I think that's when when there's an art form to just not really caring anymore and um, and maybe it's you know when you're loaded or whatever but you know both either you know from tipping a few back or when you're loaded because you got all kinds of cash. And uh, you don't got to worry about it. Or, but, uh, or both.
2: Yeah. Or both. Yeah. Or both.
1: You're, yeah. That's when you're a dual threat. You're <laughs> loaded and loaded. I mean, that's when it's next. That's when it's next you know, level. You don't know what's coming out
2: then. Mark, in closing, as we say goodbye to you, if you end up in sensitivity training, just know our listeners adore you. <laughs> <laughs>